You are listening to a podcast from Camden Community Radio. www.ccradio.org My name's Alex at Camden Community Radio and I'm joined by Matthew Clark and Bradley Moon who both entered higher education later in life and against the odds. A-level results came out on Thursday and the number of pupils planning to go to university is at a record low. A study from Sutton Trust showed that just 32% of pupils said they were very likely to go to university or college. Amongst the groups less likely to go were disadvantaged pupils and boys. What do you think the reason is that so many people are not wanting to go into it anymore? The accumulation of debt that you'll pick up by going to university, alongside the record interest that's on them, so the debt keeps on accumulating afterwards, and there's the alternatives with apprenticeships and things like that. There are a lot of jobs out there where you don't necessarily need a degree, that you can get the on-job experience and training that might actually stand you in better stead later on in your career. So both of you left school with no GCSEs, you weren't interested in higher education, so what changed your mind? I wouldn't say I wasn't interested in higher education. I left school and I went to Westminster College and trained to be a chef. Academic education, that just wasn't for me. I think at school I was in the top 5% of dyslexic people in the country in terms of how severe it was. And how did that affect your learning? Really badly, and considering that my school didn't really acknowledge it until very late. In the words of Roald Dow in Matilda, I remember when children just suffered from thick. And that was, I think, how they kind of saw it. And it wasn't until my parents jumped up and down and said he needs to be tested that they did that. But it was very late on. It was at the beginning of my GCSEs, which is too late. So once you were diagnosed with dyslexia, did that make you feel more like you could do things? No. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was no support structure in place at my school for that. My parents asked for that, and my school basically said, if you want him to be supported better, take him to another school. I came out with not much in the way of qualifications and pretty low self-esteem in terms of what I was able to achieve on an academic level. So what can schools do to support people with learning needs better? It's completely different now. I mean, my sister's nine years younger than me. She was diagnosed dyslexic at a much younger age and the support systems were in place to help her and the support that I had whilst doing my access course as well as my redoing my GCSEs in English and Maths at Islington College was phenomenal. So much more positive now then. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. And Bradley? I left with very low qualifications. That didn't allow entry into any colleges. I was young and silly at the time, I guess, very boisterous. So mine was almost self-inflicted at that point because I just wasn't interested in education at the time. I had other things going on. I preferred to play football than sit down with my homework or whatever. So yeah, just wanted to go out to work and earn money afterwards. Just accepted it for what it was. When you say you accepted it, both of you leaving school with low qualifications, how did that make you feel about the future? Not so much now, but at the time I felt that I knew what I was aiming to go into, which was lorry driving and coach driving and just being a driver, which you don't need GCSEs or A-levels for, you just need to do your driving qualifications. At the time you couldn't really do them until you was 21 years old, so I had that time between leaving school at 16 to the age of 21 where I took low-skilled jobs, bin man work, warehousing, forklift driving, just general day-to-day, -day, earn enough to see you through. 
So yeah. both of you decided later on that actually you were going to go back to education and you decided to do the access course to higher education. What is that? So I didn't even know about the access course. My wife would come home from work and say to me, how was your day? And I'd grumble away about it. I used to work as a kayaking coach up in Camden with young people and I'd come back from those days and she'd be like, how was work? And I'd be raving about it. And she's like, you can't do this job anymore. You need to change. And she's come in and just fired jobs at me. Teacher, doctor, ambulance driver, nurse, whatever it was. She'd just come in and i no, no, ooh. That I could do. Oh, but it's five years of retraining because I didn't have... She actually found out about the access course and said, this is something you need to consider doing. So how did she find out about the access course? Google. <laughs> the best way to find <laughs> anything. <laughs> she Googled how to get into university with no qualifications type of thing. So um, what is the main difference between doing an access course and going straight through doing GCSEs, A-levels, university... The access course is really intense. If you've done A-levels before and you do your A-level courses and they're spread out over two years, access course is one year. Access course is also the equivalent of you doing three A-levels in one year, which is why there's this high volume about the amount of work that you actually have to produce during that time. So it's really intense, but it's that intense training that makes you ready to go to uni and to be really well prepared for when you actually get there. And you were saying that actually on top of this intense access course, you were also doing your maths and English GCSEs, <laughs> which for most people is pretty hard at the best of times. Uh, I had a really good support structure around me. I didn't have a job. It was a decision was made to try and keep my retraining process into as short as time as possible. And so I was lucky enough that my wife was able to support me through that. So between that and the feedback from teachers about my essays... You really turn that. You can learn to write essays in a year. <laughs> Access compared to A-level prepared us exceptionally well to go into university. So once you do the Access course, do you need to go back and do certain qualifications? Because obviously you both redid your English and your maths GCSEs. But is that it? There are certain courses, especially in sort of the medical sector, where they'll say you need a C grade in an A-level. There's a tariff now for UCAS which gives A-levels a certain amount of points compared to the access courses. So if you've got a high enough access course grade, so if you get a distinction, that's broadly the same as getting an A at A level. They balance out the same now. So in theory, you shouldn't ever need to do any extra qualifications other than standard entry, GCSE and access or A level to get into universities. With my background in paddle sports and coaching young people, I thought PE teacher would be a good end goal. So I did a sports science access course, which is really good and helpful when you go into your degree. And Bradley, how does your experience compare? Because you've basically gone from leaving school with qualifications you weren't happy with to now being on one of the most competitive university courses, biomedical science. So how did your access course help you to get there? In the access course, we take the biological modules. There's a list that they put out that universities specifically had asked for. So we learnt very much what the university would expect when we got there. But we also took what they call the study skills module, which taught us how to essay write, how to reference our work, how to bring that all together. And City and Islington College were very supportive. If you found yourself struggling with something, you always had access to go and speak to someone. They had this fantastic online system that allowed us to go in and access certain materials that we needed. And they kind of almost coached you to 
an end result that allowed you to apply, knowing that the universities would likely take you with the grades that you got. How did you feel that you were, in terms of preparation, compared to other people at university who hadn't actually done the access course? There's a big difference because at school they're not taught how to reference academically, for example, which is one of the things that is drilled from the absolute start on an access course. And just in terms of the style of writing that's expected within the degree access course they kind of want you already to be writing as though you're on a degree so it's an academic style of writing it may not be to the same level but you'll still be expected to be reading academic journal articles rather than a-level books to get your information and be able to synthesize that information to then write something down you kind of got used to the language that you've been reading on academic journals over that year translates into your own writing and then therefore by the time you're writing in your first year of your degree they're already seeing that you're writing to a high standard because the more you read academic journals the more you end up writing like academic journals. And so why do more people not do this access course? It sounds amazing if it prepares you so much better than A-levels, if it provides you with a second chance in education. Why is it something that actually fewer and fewer people are doing now maybe there's an awareness issue out there also access courses are really designed for people sort of a bit older going into education it's aimed at people from 19 onwards so from 19 to 23 the access course is free as long as it's your first level three course once you've passed 23 24 onwards there is a cost incurred which you can get through student loans but that cost is then scrubbed from your student loan if you go on to complete and finish a degree. What you were saying before was that actually your access course could replace doing a foundation course as part of your degree. And in most cases they're more widely accepted so foundation course that's run through a university typically isn't as widely accepted through other universities as what these access courses are designed for. And would Um, you have to pay for that foundation course, the usual tuition fees? It looks like it's at £9,000 to do the foundation. Well, what they do is they call it a four-year course rather than a three-year course with the first year as a foundation. They're charging £9,000 for that. Now, I don't know why anyone would pay £9,000 and not have that scrubbed off their end fee rather than doing an access course and have three grand debt and if they go on and finish their degree then that three grand is wiped off you don't need a GCSE in maths to know that that (laughs) makes sense (laughs) so what advice would you give to someone considering doing an access course how would they go from the initial thought process to actually being at the kind of level where you two are today first point Make sure you know what it is that you want to do. Second of all, go and do your research. If you get in touch with the colleges, they'll email you back between me and City and Islington before I got onto any of the courses that they run. I had a lot of dialogue with them through emails saying this is what I might need to do. And this is the course that we run that is completely suitable for you. And then once you do that, be willing to do it. Make sure finances can work for you. Once you're on the course, do your research enrol. Really, it's not a hard procedure to do to get onto it, so long as you can fulfil their entry criteria, they'll have you. It's as easy as that. If I'm honest, you sign up, you enrol when you go. I was calling the colleges and actually had very long conversations with the people running the different courses, and they were all really willing to just sit down and listen to what my background was and what I'd done in my life, and then 
them saying, do you know what, you're the type of person that we want. What it prepared me for was the fact that I didn't think that I had that academic ability to be able to go on and do well due to my dyslexia and due to spending a very large proportion of my school life being told that I was basically lazy. That hits you hard for an entire life. But, I mean, I'd worked in industries and worked hard, so I knew that I could work hard, but academically I didn't know I could work hard. The access course made me realise that I could work hard academically and achieve. And what are you both doing now? I've just finished my Level 5 Biomedical Sciences degree at the University of Westminster. It was another successful year, finished with first-class grading. Lorry driving for the summer as I go through just to build some money up behind me. And then from October the 1st, I'll be working for a company called Pathology First, who are based at Basildon Hospital, going straight into the medical labs, which is what this whole thing has been about. I've just finished my degree. I graduated with first-class honours in physical education and sport. They just fist pumped each other on that <laughs> one. That's a pretty incredible achievement. The people that I know that have done access courses on my course were all within that first class grading and if they weren't for all of it, they were very close to it. So normally each year they would finish as a first class Wow. I've seen exactly the same thing. These very high, higher to one gradients coming out, all from these access courses and these yeah. first grades. I've not seen any access students on the course that I'm on at the moment who are below a two one at all. The education that you get from access clearly stands up as a good tool to have and a good way to train before uni. I'm going into teacher training in September, so I'm going to start training to be a PE teacher. Nice. So do you feel like your own experience of education is going to feed in massively to what you're going to do in your career? Yes. Yeah, it's being able to know that if my educational experience wasn't the best, what I can do to try and help make sure that people have a better experience. And I wasn't a lover of PE at school. So what would you say to those children who at the moment are at school and they're not getting the grades that they want to, they're feeling like they're not smart, they're feeling like they can't do it. Do you have any advice for those children? That's a really hard one, but it's always an individual experience. Ask for support at school, ask your parents for support, and just know that if you want it and you work hard, that you can do it. It will be harder. It will be much harder to do it. I mean, I have to work three times as hard as anyone else to be able to produce the work that I produce. Why? Because of my dyslexia. Because it takes a longer time to read articles. It takes a longer time to process that information. And sometimes it just takes a longer time for that information to sit in the right place and for it to work. You just got to put in the time. But you can do it. And finally, at a time where we know that there's a record low for people going into higher education, there's a low for people doing access courses, what would you say to somebody else if they were in a similar position to where you were all those years ago? I think it depends on what's your end goal. So for us, our end goals are two things that clearly state that you need some form of higher education and that you need a degree. If you want to be a teacher, you have to have a degree. If you want to work in your profession, you have to have a degree. You need to work out what your end goal is to decide how you're going to move forward. So if you need a degree, then access courses is a great first step in 
getting on that road to doing that. And most of the time, the quickest step to getting on to doing that as well, rather than doing two years of A-levels, you're doing yeah. one year as an access. So not only is it equally as good getting into university, it's also quicker. They're there for that reason. So if you know you need a degree at the end and you're potentially an older student, first place that I would personally look is at access. Thank you to Matt and Bradley for joining us today to talk about access courses to higher education. My name's Alex and you've been listening to Camden Community Radio. You are listening to a podcast from Camden Community Radio. www.ccradio.org 